why people are afraid to contact an agent. I know why, but we'll get into that. Well, and a little fun fact is that uh, realtors are in the top five least trusted industry uh, in the country. They will nag and nag and nag and nag. Always smarter to contact a realtor before a lender. Welcome back to Millennia, the no BS real estate solutions for millennials. Entertaining you while facing real life issues and giving you the tools, resources, and know-how to keep you moving up towards your housing goals. We're your hosts, Jen Anusky and Seth Lejeune, coming out of the greater Philadelphia area. And we are Millennia. This episode powered by Wawa Coffee. Wawa Coffee. <laughs> if you are listening to this and you don't know what Wawa is, Sorry. You're you're totally missing out. Good. The best. I don't want to hear anybody from other side of Pennsylvania saying anything about how Sheets is better than Wawa. I'll die on this hill. They do have fried mac and cheese bites. Fine. I'll give you that one. But like Wawa's got it. You know how I know Wawa's good is because I've talked to people from Long Island who are absolutely in love with Wawa and outside of Long Island that Long Islanders don't get in love with anything else. Find a cult to your convenience store. <laughs> Find anybody else who like moves away from this area. Well, I guess while I was kind of like infiltrated down the East Coast now, yeah. but find anybody who is like grew up or lived around a Wawa leaves. Yeah. Uh and see the joy and excitement in their face when their first stop back is Wawa. Wawa. That's right. Not sponsored by Wawa. Not sponsored by Wawa. Wawa Dark Roast Coffee and Seasonal Holiday Blend. Merry yeah. Christmas. So, yeah, it's November what? It's November 2nd and I mean, by the time the this is being launched, it's going to be around Christmas. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> so, uh, okay, what are we talking about today, Jen? So, you brought this topic to me um, and you're going to tell me why, but we're going to talk about, you said you wanted to go over why people are afraid to contact an agent. Yes. I run into this all the time, guys, where it's like, uh, it's not time, it's not, we're not ready. Um, I know people are making things up, uh, and that's okay. Um, They'll always make things up, but I'll tell you, I know why, but we'll get into that. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, but I wanted to kind of dispel the myths uh, surrounding uh, what happens when you talk to a realtor, uh, and we're going to cover uh, three like pretty big topics i think there's a lot of reasons why people won't contact a realtor or a lender i would argue it's almost always smarter to contact a realtor before a lender just because the realtor can kind of tee everything up and get all, everything in motion uh but i just i'm getting a lot we're in that season it's towards the end of the year everyone's like everyone who wants to sell next year they're like no nah, we're not ready we're not ready we're not ready in this episode we're going to talk about why it's not a good idea to wait yeah and i mean <clears throat> I pushed back on you about doing this. Well, not about doing the episode, but about, you know, framing it in the way that you had. Yeah, there were some gen sets. Well, when isn't there? When is the gen set? No, you said that uh, people are afraid to contact an agent. Yep. And I said, I mean, I beg to differ. I mean, we started getting into this before we started recording, but okay. I said, that's when I said, pause, this is good. Let's we'll do it. it. Let's have a cage match. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> Round one. Uh, no, I don't, I don't necessarily think that people are afraid to contact us we're not big scary giants um as much as it is um uncertain as to when or like what to contact us about or that yeah i think that they just they're they're unsure of when 
to contact us, not necessarily be afraid to. Confusion is totally a thing. I will give you that. Because like on top of it, it's like they think, oh, well, I only contact a realtor when I am ready to literally go step foot into like a house. Like I saw a house until I want to go see it. Yeah. Like right now. And that's when I contact a realtor. And I think it's more a like they have an idea that, oh, that's when I'm supposed to contact them. So it's more of a like sureness. Okay. Okay. So I, I, I will give you this. In action, which is what we're talking about, right? Someone not doing something. Confusion, they don't know when. They're afraid to, meaning they're afraid about the answer they might get. Or overconfidence, thinking they know already. So can we can we can we admit to that? All right. Good game. Good handshake. Thank you. My father taught me. <laughs> um so which one would you like to start with? Um okay. Like, which uh, reason why somebody may not... Out of those three. Out of those three. Let's just break it down that way. We'll do it that way. They don't want to be sold to. They don't want to be sold to. Or they'll be afraid to. that they're going to get sold they're, to. Okay. So let's talk Let's talk about fear. Pushy people. Reason people are afraid to contact a realtor. I would say there's a few. One is, yeah, they don't want to be sold to. Okay? They don't want to put themselves in a position where they get told something that will get them to do something that is against their best interesting okay you can't lie to there are some there's some realtors out there who are like the used car salesman of or like the uh i'm reaching out to you about your car's extended warranty yeah of like they will nag and nag and nag and nag or they'll call and call and say i have buyers i have buyers can i come by uh, you know between (laughs) you know three and four on thursday afternoon no there are uh, you know this is sales real estate insurance Mortgage. Everyone has a different style, um, and rightfully so. There, there. Some people should not, you know, be fearful of being sold to. That's not our style. No. Our whole team is not that way. Uh, and there's a lot of there's a lot of age out there that it's not that way. It's not but that it's way. A, it's the light that has been been painted for us. <laughs> sure. Well, and a little fun fact is that uh, realtors are in the top five least trusted industry uh, in the country. Like. That'll be another episode. That'll be another episode, but like use car salesmen. We're like neck and neck with them. And I know why that'll be another episode, but uh, we take a very holistic approach to, to all this uh, and a good, and good realtors do successful realtors do that, but uh, certainly they don't want to be sold to. Okay. The other reason that they are afraid and it it goes back to just kind of people and their finances, they don't want to be told that they're either irresponsible with their money that they're behind on where they should be, or they really don't want to be told no. They don't want to be told that like they haven't done what's needed to do, you know, to they haven't done what's needed in order to buy a house tomorrow. And it's 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 very natural. There was a poll done uh, where they asked couples what they like talking about the least, and finances was number one. People don't like talking about finances, so I think by extension, they don't like going to. Uh, you know, quote unquote stranger or a realtor that they don't know or a realtor that they kind of know or a high school friend. Like there's people that don't want to, like, like I said. I'll have a story about that. Yeah. Too. Like, I have that, a like, prime like, example of that. Jen, Jen has a very good story. I didn't know until we started preparing for this episode. I did not know that this was the case, but it, it's perfect. Uh, so I think that that is a huge hurdle is that people just are like, they don't want to talk about their money and they don't want to be told no. And uh, so the next one, which would you like to talk about is overconfidence? Because there's a lot of people out there. That's the big brush off I get a lot of times this 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 time of year, which is, hey, 
we got it. We're ready. We'll call you in January or February. I think that kind of ties into finances too, though. No, it's a no with sellers, with logistics. Uh, like from a timing standpoint? From a timing standpoint, they're like, oh, this isn't the time. We're going to sell in the spring, so we'll call like January, February. So really, it's the like people waiting for like the right time and that they already kind of think they know, they oh, well, that's they, the time that we're going to do it. They think they know because they've had a friend or a family member. That was the timing, but it almost never hurts to have someone come out and have that conversation earlier. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't sign a listing contract and like you don't really get things moving until after the new year. But like in November, December, like the smart people. I have a story for that too. Yeah, the smart people get out ahead of it. There's like, I don't, I can't think of a downside. Uh, So overconfidence and also you're right, overconfidence in finances. Like, ah, we're fine. Mm -hmm. You know, with interest rates where they are and certain things, uh, you know, with your income, especially here's another one that I run into a ton is uh, business owners. They think because they're a business owner, that mm. they are able to borrow and it they can be a nightmare. And if you're not, you know, I've had I've had people call and say, Yep, we're ready to buy. And oh, I'm like selling widgets or I'm, you know, whittling, you know, woodwork or whatever. And I'm like, well, how long ago have you done that? And they're like, oh, we started I started my business eight months ago. It's like, eh, mm. you know, you're not getting a loan because lenders need two years of tax returns. Yeah. Like when I got my license, I mean, I like I mean, I was in no I had no intentions of like moving or anything like that, but had I wanted to, I wouldn't have been able to start buying a house like until right now. <laughs> yeah. Cause I have only, I'm only just about to get my second full year's worth and of. That, and that's right. So you need two years of tax returns with a 1099. And like I tell everybody who gets their real estate license, like you want to buy a house in the next two years. No, you're not. You're not. Honestly, <laughs> if you don't have the income. And so small business owners are that way. So I like landscapers and electricians and contractors and those types of people who, have their own businesses that can be a uh, that can be a big problem for the overconfidence bucket. Yeah. So, and what you're gonna get from this is, uh, you know, why you should contact an agent yeah. and really like kind of when you should. Um, so, the last the last uh, of the three is confusion. People don't know what to do. Yeah. I think that there's a huge uh, amount of misinformation out there, and it's not. It's not, you know, uh, someone trying, it's it's not anyone's fault necessarily. It's just that there's such an abundance of information out there. Some people think it's right time to do this, some time to do that. Uh, and I think that uh, being able to go to the source, you know, the realtor, the lender, the people who do this all day, every day, like I always tell my clients, I'm like, you're not supposed to know all this stuff. Like you're not supposed to know how to do all this stuff. And if you're not sure if it falls in our wheelhouse, you just ask anyway. That's right. Because chances are, it does that to some degree. And if we're not the expert in it, we know the ones that are. Yes. And so, you know, I, I the thing I love about this business is kind of guiding people. And by extension, the whole team is has this philosophy. If they don't, then they're not on my team. Um, I love taking people a year or two years ahead and working with them, checking in with them every few months, seeing how they go. And who wants to rush? Like rushing is the worst <laughs> yeah and i would we say we do it and like we can we work with a sense of urgency but if you have the proper time to actually like plan things out and i mean we'll get into this when we get to financing too as far as like you know you might think you know where you're at at one point but then you might actually then when you see it on paper it's like oh yeah but yeah and and in this this market uh with inventories levels where they are and interest rates levels where they are, i mean it's kind of good this this 
This episode, Jen, kind of goes back to the core of why we're doing this whole podcast to begin with. Everything really well. Oh, what really goes in that is motive. So yeah. as far as like, so to go to our first point, I dive more into being sold to. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think that like the concept of being sold to has everything to do with the motive of the person that you're working with. Mm-hmm. So like I was telling you this yesterday. Now when I was in my good old retail days. Yeah, we're going to. It's, it wouldn't be a good episode without a good old There's story. always going to be uh, some good old Retail Days <laughs> stories. I got too many of them to just, just try to keep locked up. I've, but... I've got construction stories, but nobody wants to hear about this. <laughs> um, no, I mean, like, okay, there is no denying every single person who's watching this, listening to this, or that I will ever interact with has gone into a store and has felt sold to. I know probably like 90% of people are going to walk into a store and... As soon as they're talking, they'll be like, no, no, I'm good. I'm fine. I'm just looking. I did trainings on this. So I know exactly. Ugh. Everybody feels like they're going to get sold to. Okay. And here's how you are. There's not a lot of great people out there in retail these days. Uh, they want to push, 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 and they're really pushy. And anybody in sales, you know, that's just the automatic kind of defense that goes up of like, I don't want to be sold yeah, to. Yeah, and that's 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 common across all retail. Yeah, but like, you know, not to brag, I was I was pretty good at my job, but, you know, was like, did I have segments to make? Yes. Did we have a certain amount that we needed to get in? Yes. Did we have goals? Yes. Did I hit them? Generally speaking, yes. But it's not necessarily because I was like, I want to get this much money out of you. And like, you know, it's that was the end result. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it did end up like producing nice results on that end. But I of going into it was like, listen, I don't make any extra money off of you by having you buy these pairs of jeans mm-hmm. like i really don't i'm not getting a commission on this i'm not nothing my day will not change financially if you do or don't get this but i want to make sure that you feel better and like this is going to help you out in the long run like in your day-to-day life i just want here to make your life simpler and happier you want to work with people who have a better motive and you're not gonna feel sold to because it's you know will we sell you a house yeah hopefully yeah <laughs> because you need somewhere to live but we're doing it because you want to work with somebody who's doing it because they want the best for you not for their wallet i can chase a dollar anywhere but that's not that's not why we do this it's to like advocate for other people and actually get them into places safely and you know that will produce good results in the end and like yeah. that's cool but you know being sold to comes down to the motive behind it yes and i i would say most agents are either a they don't have the sales skills to try to sell but also most most agents are trying to do what's right for the customer or the consumer, um, in my experience. And it's like anything else, man. Like the 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 bad eggs are the ones who get all the press. That's the shit you hear about. That's the stuff that you you know you hear the horror stories about. Uh, but most people try to do the best you know the best they can. And I also um, too just to make note. That's kind of like a side topic though, but it just reminded me too though. Uh oh, Jen tangent. Shocker. Um, no, I was in a my my uh, continued education class last like a year ago a year and a half ago and we all went around the room there's uh, there a lot of us it was probably like 35 40 of us i guess in that class and we all went around the instructor asked us all um like why we got into real estate and there's like some cringy agents in there like people who would like kind of speak up where i'm like mm, no that's that's not what i would do um but then when teacher asked us all to go around and say why we got into real estate the ones who had said, oh, I do it for the money, were the ones that I had initially had been like, I don't know, there's something cringy about you. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, there it is. Yeah. And I, I'm going to bet you, I'm sure they're not like the brightest bulbs out there in the industry, but you no, know. No, and honestly, the people who are that way, um, 
that they're not they're not the top producers. It's it, there's just something like about a human connection. You do that enough, and you do right by people enough that the, that's the marketplace benefits those types of people. So you know, my advice would be you know, don't don't call some guy you know off the off of Google or Zillow or some guy who cold calls you. Like look for a referral. Ask for somebody who you know uh, somebody else has had success with. And and if you do feel sold to while you're talking to somebody, then like you know. Interview with someone else, you know, because it, or ask them why? Why do you do this? Like, you know, some people sometimes like passion gets confused with being pushy. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, until you kind of get about of like, you know, well, why do you do this? I think that's going to be, and we'll we'll get into that in another episode. I think it's going to be two episodes after this. But yeah, yeah, we got another one coming up. Um, but you know, like, don't confuse like passion with pushy. Yeah, yeah, and. I, I would say that uh, if you, uh, I think it's a good point that Jen just brought up that if you feel like someone's being pushy or doing something that's not in your best interest, then you just back away from that person and you find somebody who you just feel. And like people are savvy enough to understand that like when they make a connection with somebody and they know that someone's intention is good, like that's the person you should gravitate towards because like we're just talking about contacting a realtor. Imagine when like you're in inspection and so and a realtor says like, hey, there's something wrong or hey, don't worry about that. Like you need to have that bed of trust in order to move forward. Otherwise, it's just going to make things more dramatic. Yeah. They don't like dramatic. No, no, no drama. No. So, I mean, I guess we can now go into your second point. That is the finances being embarrassed. Yeah. I mean, listen, finances, um, like I said, and I don't want to belabor this point because I, I kind of already covered it, which is like, you know. It's okay, and like there's, I don't ever remember like someone on this team onboarding a client and then like being like, "Hey, can you believe like this guy is like 35 or, you know, and he's got no money and like blah blah blah." It's just, if anything, we do the polar opposite, which I always say. I used to do this every day too. It's like, uh, like good gossiping where it's like, "Oh my God, can you believe they're only this old and they're able to be able to qualify?" This, this is amazing. They're doing so great in their life. Like Dude, I have, <laughs> I have I, so much more than you would ever think. Yeah, like we focus on the good. Like I have a buyer who's twenty eight years old and they already have three hundred thousand dollars in their IRA, and it's like that. You know, I, I focus on that type of stuff. Um, I don't really. Yeah, I don't. I don't enjoy. Or we brag about like them. the progress. I mean, like there's confidentiality. Like we don't disclose yeah. any like you know any like personal information or anything like that sure but like we'll be like just within our small knit team be like just the practice person's making like their like efforts towards this is so admirable like yeah, I mean, yeah. good gossip about a bunch of stuff yeah but you know it's like there's i have a, a friend of mine who um she on me and she said that like she was really just over being where she lives she wants to get out but and one of her like really best friends from growing up um, in a really, really tight knit group of friends, um, is a realtor and she intentionally wasn't, she, it was assumed that she would probably go with her, but she didn't want to because she was embarrassed for her to see their finances. If there are any realtors listening, that's also a very big mistake. Assuming that someone's going to go with you. It's just a sidebar. Yeah. Every single realtor has a story of somebody <laughs> that they thought would go with them and did it. Hey, this year, my sister didn't use me. I've so. got, I've got some stories. I'll save them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so she ended up coming to me and she said like, but I should I know you're not going to judge me for anything. Like her and I have very obviously like tra- I've I have a very transparent relationship with most people. Yeah. Um, not one to hide much, but I was like, dude, you know I'm not gonna I don't I don't care I don't care in, in, like in a negative way. I'm not gonna judge you in any way whatsoever. You're just like help you get better. And so yeah, you know, uh, like I said, like he said, realtors, if 
if you're judging, <laughs> yeah, go get it. <laughs> well, no. So, so was the basically the idea that she was just too embarrassed to tell her to show her friend what her yeah. finances were? Yeah, in like a bad way, like she didn't have good finances, or she might have been behind that person, or whatever it was. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't usually like to pry too much as far as like you know why they are, but I, I appreciate if somebody's coming to me saying I trust you. Yeah. I say, I can take that. Yeah. You can tell me as much as you want to tell me. Yeah. And and I guess the other thing is uh, that I would, I would add to this point um, is that no matter where you are, we've seen worse. I mean. Oh, go, go, that's a great point. Good God. Dude, I mean, it's like going to the doctor. Or it's like, you know what? Perfect analogy of somebody not coming to a realtor because they're embarrassed by their finances or kind of like worried what somebody might think. That's like being sick and being too embarrassed to go to a doctor. Yep. And like to, to try to get it better. Yeah. And also a doctor's always seen worse. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And, just like uh, us. I'm sure we've seen worse. Oh my God. I mean, the, just, and I won't even give like specifics just because I don't want to uh, alienate anyone here, but like I can 95%, I mean, the, the, my worst case scenario, I'm 99% of people are above that. I mean, it's, it's, and, and here's the thing too, is that we're able to kind of fix you too, if you'll just. Let, let us. us. Let us. <laughs> we have the roadmap. We have come the ability hither. to come hither. We'll help you. Take our hand and come <laughs> hither. No, because it, I mean, it's super important to understand. It's like we have all the tools to get you to where you need to be, but you got to take that first step and, and reach out. Yeah. I think that's the moral story. Yeah. And then there's the the overconfidence of like, it's then it's like the polar opposite. Yeah. Of like, so there's people who like, you know, they have an idea of where their finances are and they're just kind of like, embarrassed to kind of like bring that up or or it's avoidance mm -hmm. also you know like i've been guilty of this in my own life is like yeah but if i don't look at it it doesn't exist yeah. <laughs> i don't want to be told the, the, myself. The, over, the overconfidence is really kind of two buckets one is the financial and the other one is kind of logistical i mean like no no no, it's yeah it's just not time yet and that rolls into not only the timing for to sell or to buy your house but also like life events you know it's like oh we can't start looking for a house until we get married because they adopt this like sequencing. This that is what you're supposed to do. This is what you're supposed, you're supposed to do. do. It's like you, you court, get engaged, marriage. But I don't know if you've noticed what year it is and that yeah. things have kind of like changed a little bit. Yeah. If you need a prime example of who does things out of order. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm an only parent of a five-year-old and bought my house first. And I, I took a much more, expensive. I took a much more traditional route. I got married. I and took I tradition and just threw it out the window and said. That's right. YOLO, let's do it. Well, listen, yeah, there is no right or wrong way uh, to do it. Um, you know, and I see a lot of like engaged couples buying houses. Um, who I wants to, uh, who? I mean, listen, people can do it. I've helped people do it, but I've yeah. also seen the stress that comes along with it. When you are planning a wedding mm -hmm. or when your fiance is planning your wedding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I was at a wedding like two weeks ago and I love him to death, but he, the groom was like, I was told to show up today, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, like, I mean, I've seen people, like, you know, they want to, like, wait till they're married and get their house, or they're, like, getting their house while they're engaged, but it's getting, while they're simultaneously planning the wedding. And it's yeah. like, wedding planning is a lot. Mm -hmm. I mean, not that I've done it myself, but I've observed it. And it's like, why not, like, as soon as you, like, get engaged, like, start that first. But again, this is going to be another episode down the road. But, yeah. you know, just to say, like, if you even have the idea of, Will we someday live together? Yeah. That's probably a good time to start contacting an agent. Well, it is. And I, what I've seen people do is that they go, they spend their money buying a house, and then they allow the wedding money to replenish the coffers. So 
I literally, uh, Tina on my team or on our team and I, we settled with a couple and they literally drove from that settlement to their wedding space and they got married later that Shut day. Up. Yeah. Huh. So, so now, you know, he's a doctor and he had like, after that, he was like, you know, indisposed for, I think like four months, he was in all kinds of classes and residency and that type of stuff. So they had to kind of get everything done, but overconfidence about how this is all supposed to work um, can be kind of an issue. And like, let's talk about the financial piece because nothing is worse than getting the call. Hey, we're ready. And then I got to say, no, oh, you're yeah. not. No, you're not. You know, and well, that's like somebody else on our team had an example of a client that she had where he was like, I'm ready to buy. I want, I'm ready to go do this. Let's do it. Um, and then, you know, put them in touch with the lender, ran stuff, found out like, no, you're not. Yeah. So like, that's not, you know, there's, you can look up your like fight. It could be credit or it could be finances. Like you might think that you're financially fine, but then, you know, you look at your, like your credit card statement that has your like FICO score on it. And like, oh, but I have this. I always say knock off at least like 20 points for your actual credit sure. score. <laughs> it's yeah. ever, there's three of them there, to get involved. It's the whole there, thing. There's but. always like a little surprise on that. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I would say take what you think it is and take off 20 points. But yeah, um, I will also say that there is, um, and this overconfidence thing is people comparing themselves to their friends and family saying, okay, I know I make just about what that person makes. Mm. They did it. I can too. And then there's some other shoe drop. Can be credit can be the fact that interest rates are higher now than mm -hmm. when that person bought it. And people just don't like kind of put all this Could together. Could be that they were just like on Zillow or Realtor.com and just saw the like, oh, but it says that I can afford this yeah. mortgage payment, but it's really just like skewing a million different things. Yeah, to it doesn't it add like, in all the get other you to stuff. hit a button to contact an agent. Um, but yeah, no, so like by the time he realized that, um, you know, he, he was emotionally and like in a logistical sense of his life ready to move, found that he wasn't. Had it, but like, ew. There was a timeline of like, but here's when you will be. But it just added, I think, maybe like three or six months onto it versus if he had contacted three or six months prior to mm -hmm. when he thought he was ready, yep. then he would have been ready by the time he thought he was ready. That's right. And like, let's let's forget about weddings because those are elective things. But you got a baby on the way. That throws everything into that chaos. That stick changes colors and you you pick up that phone and go ring-a-ling. No, but I mean, but like, so, uh, you know, uh, an agent and I on the team had a, a couple who they thought they were ready to buy and they wanted to be in a new house before the baby came. Yeah. And they ended that. up having to bring the baby home to the old house because they weren't quite ready. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, again, I, every single one of these things that we're talking about can be prevented by just being proactive and like, I have no issue and I know everyone on the team and great realtors have no issue having that like preliminary call that's like, hey, we're looking to do something in like 2025. But and people think that they're wasting our time too. I mean, oh, that's they're, a huge like, one. Thank you for bringing that yeah, up. Yeah, no, because we didn't one. talk about that actually when we were yeah. planning this is like, you know, because uh, I hear also like, oh, I don't want to waste your time. Like, I mean, listen, yeah, you're right. We don't get paid until we're at a settlement table. But like, I mean, like I said, this kind of goes back to motive. Um our, our motive is not to get immediately paid. If we wanted to get immediately paid, trust me, we would not be realtors. Uh, <laughs> Jen would be at retail. Oh, God. <laughs> you, would you ever come out of retirement? No. Ever? I'm sorry. It gave me some good years in my life. It gave me a lot of great relationships. It teed me up for this to be great at okay. this, but that is something, the schedule, that is a totally... Totally different animal. No, I love what I do right now. Great. Um, But, <laughs> oh, horror flashback. Um. But, uh, but no, so like people think they're going to waste our time. There is no time wasted if 
you are moving forward. I would say that, let, let's coin this phrase, there is no time wasted in preparation. None. Preparation is like, until someone told me it was uncool to have a quote in my signature, but like I believe it so like deeply is like, is the Pasteur quote where it says, you know, um, you know, fortune favors the prepared mind. And like it really. Meanwhile, the quote in my signature line is "No problems, just solutions." Yeah. <laughs> Jenanuski. Yeah, no, no, but it, it really. I mean, you could you could re repurpose that for real estate, which is just like fortune favors the prepared the client. You know, whether you're looking to sell, or you're looking to buy, and like we have barely we've talked we focused a lot on buyers here, but let me tell you something: when you got to buy, but you also have to sell, oh, yeah. there's like a whole thing like where you're, you know you got kids and dogs and getting the house ready, and we need a handyman, and we need. You don't you know, realize how much junk you have in your house until yeah, yeah, you need to get rid of it. You know, are we backing a dumpster up to the house or are we, we, getting a storage we stashing unit? in your parents' basement? Like that type of stuff. Yeah, are you getting a storage unit? Like there is almost never, I don't actually know. I'm going to just say not almost never, never been a time where uh, a client has said, I really regret reaching out as early as I did. Mm. Sitting at the settlement table being like, I was just too prepared for it just doesn't happen, you know? <laughs> so I wanted to talk about this. I was this, too prepared. Yeah, I was uh, just too prepared. Uh, and uh, I hope that we're, we were able to kind of dispel some of the, you know, uh, some of the thought processes that's going through. And again, our team and great agents all over the country are not looking to, you know, pounce on you. If you call yeah. them, a lot of them take a very holistic guide, guidance type approach to this process. And uh, like Jen said, like if we were looking to get paid right away, you know, we would ask for money up front or anything like that. We at yeah. this point, we're not doing that. We want to work with you all the way through the process and good agents across the country will do the same thing. So and then like, you know, there's going to be this is probably going to be released sometime around like December or so around the holidays. Like there's going to be all sorts of things you're going to be hearing around the holidays from like family. The more you're talking to people oh, yeah, about yeah, like yeah. just oh, kind of yeah. like we're going to talk about that in the next one. Yeah. So that's going to be the next episode, too. So right. like, I mean, right today we're talking about like, you know, why people might be afraid to contact an agent. Uh, the next episode is going to be about, you know, how to even bring the things that you're going to hear like around the holidays and things you're going to hear on the table and, you know what to be able to say back to those things Yep. Um, because you followed your favorite two realtors uh, friendly advice. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's going to, so we're going to be kind of like diving more into what to say to the things that you're going to end up hearing. It's not just going to be the things that we talked about today. It's yep. going to be, you know, kind of just the, yeah, when, when to listen and when not to listen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Open up yours and then close them. Yeah. That type of thing. respectfully. Yeah. <laughs> So, but, okay, so we'll talk about that next episode? Yeah, so Great. other thing, uh, if you leave this, what I really want to know is kind of, like, what has held you back, I guess, is something I'm really interested to know from people, is like, you know, what kind of things did you think that you wanted to reach out about, but like, think, ah, oh, that's that's not that's not something that they would do or worry about, or yeah, maybe I, now is not I, the time. No, but I think, I think that they're a good ask here is just to see out there if anybody, if this resonated with anybody and anybody hasn't kind of reached out because of one of the three things which is overconfidence confusion or like you know kind of that that fear that embarrassment you know so i think that uh you know we want to hear from you uh we're always looking for feedback and of course if you have any topics you want us to cover you can uh find us on instagram at millennia podcast or at ask seth anything or janoski gets it done all right guys we'll talk to you later okay bye 
Thanks for listening to another episode of Millennia. For more information or to connect with us directly, you can always get a hold of us on Instagram at Millennia Podcast, double L, double N, or through each of our pages at Januski Gets It Done or at Ask Seth Anything. Until next time, keep moving up. Later. <laughs>